It is exactly 13 minutes after the hour. Well, we we did say that the chairman of the Premier Soccer League, Dr. Ivan Koz, is going to be with us here in studio. Uh, but one thing I can tell you is that he's not here. Uh, but in true fashion, he's one person whenever we've had the chairman's chair uh, who's never, ever let us down. He's always been first up uh, when called upon. And uh, today they had an executive meeting of the Premier Soccer League. They can call it the Board of Governors meeting. Mr. Chair, good evening. Good evening, Rob. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know that you're supposed to be here sitting in front of me, uh, but you are unable to come through, and uh, you've obviously given us an opportunity to allow you to say something to the listeners. Well, firstly, Rob, I want to uh, apologize because I made a commitment, you know, and when we're discussing issues, you know, that, you know, were different, and I raised the issue of ICASA. And you invited me to your studio, which I committed to come uh, after the meeting of the executive committee and the board of governors. Then, uh, uh, when the matter was discussed at the board of governors yesterday, day before, uh, it emerged that you know, in one, among the resolutions, which was communicated to the media, that you know, we deal with the press conference, we engage stakeholders. And uh, we don't, you know, delete this matter in the public domain for now until we engage the stakeholders, which I think is out of courtesy and respect because it's a sensitive matter. It's a matter that in, in, in involves a lot of, you know, stakeholders and also a lot of uh, people that, you know, uh, directly or indirectly they'll suffer the consequences of what we perceive as a, a challenge to the lifeblood and the survival of professional football in South Africa. So, therefore, it's very important that, you know, what we think is a relevant discussion with the stakeholders that are concerned. With some of them, we met eight months ago, uh, indicating to them some of the threats and challenges that we foresee in the industry of football because we did not discover that we've made a mistake over the years by not engaging stakeholders to tell them about the business of football. Uh, the threat the challenges, the achievements, you know, a lot of, you know, work that has been done in trying to professionalize football, uh, to achieve excellence, to improve governance, uh, to improve our judiciary, all other elements that are important that the platform must be attractive for the sponsors, also maintain the excitement and predictability uh, of the results, you know, which is something that is a feature of South Africa today. Uh, and for that reason, it's important that what is not public is not useful. So it's important to share some of these things with the stakeholders, which I think was positive. Uh, with what is facing us today, it's also fair that you go back to the stakeholders uh, to engage them to say these are the challenges that we, we see. You know, maybe they might give us either what's called, you know, a charity on the matter, or maybe insight, or maybe kind of interventions that are going to assist that, you know, it will be a sad day that what we see as a threat, you know, to professional football becomes a reality. So I want to personally apologize to you because I made that commitment uh, to your listeners, to all the people that wanted us to deal with this matter uh, in terms of, you know, clarifying the issues other than the press conference. Even the press conference for the first time, the media understood. Uh, I have only three questions for clarity, which I think they respected, you know, the Port of Governors resolution, and uh, I did my best to answer all the questions they asked me, uh, hoping that at the appropriate time I come again to your platform, which I think is a platform good enough in terms of reach and participation of football listeners to give them some of the answers and clarifications 
on matters that you wanted to raise with me, other than the Kafa issue. Without a doubt, it was going to be a holistic conversation with you as the chairman of the Premier Soccer League. And, and we do understand as well that, you know, the Ikasa issue is uh, top of the agenda, sensitive, has a lot of twists and turns. But is, is there uniformity, though, amongst the Board of Governors, amongst you as a team in, in fighting what it is that you consider as a just fight? You know, Rob, uh in 1996, uh, taking into account the gains of 1985, when as professional football we took a stance in uh, professionalizing football and seceding from Sanfa. And when we took a decision also at that point in time to say, as professional football, we cannot be everything. And that's why there was a, a decision that there must be an association in form. Uh, if you check the records of the PSL, of the NSL, uh, how much money we spent in organizing, you know, uh, regions or provinces at the time uh, to make sure that, you know, it was what is called Sasat, you know, then was formalized with Steve Morewa at the head, assisted by Melissa Oliphant, that they, uh, Mapaka, uh, Professor Harnabukau, uh, to assist in formalizing Sasa, which gave rise to Sasa. A lot has went into that kind of sacrifice. And that's why in 1986, we say, but once we have done very well in 1985 to, to now, there's something that is lacking. How to take this football to another level? And a meeting took place between myself and Mr. Mutaun, where we discussed that one of the things that we need to do is to make sure that, you know, it should not be predictable that, you know, only the teams uh, that, you know, are fortunate at that time uh, to be marketable are the ones that are dominate the industry. How do we make football uh, unpredictable? And we are clear that uh, I think we've got to, you know, give away some of the rights that we have. Which are those rights? You remember in the olden days when we stay away, we share the gate money. You know, and it was an advantage for us, but we said, but let the home team keep the gate money. Which at the same time is a disadvantage to us. In terms of sometimes when the game comes, they say the car is not the same. But beer is made felt that is a good, you know, step in the right direction. But also to say, what about those stuff that are not sponsored? That is important that, you know, we arrange that, you know, the grants, you know, are being given to those clubs to assist them. Because there might be good people who are hamstrung by financial constraints who can do better than us, who are best positioned to be in Johannesburg, but they're not in Johannesburg in the center of the economic activity. So, Hence, the issue of the grant came. What happened? Uh, we paid a, th- a million rands a year for all the clubs. The turnaround, you know, we, you know, when we reposition in the NSL, the PSL, again, there were skeptics who said, but what are you saying new? Because it's the same players, same officials, what is changed only a logo of a lion, what is different? But we saw a, a vision in saying that, you know, how to make the league exciting. Today, as we speak, Rob, the league is exciting because we cannot predict how who can you imagine that in you know, Sundown is beaten by a uh, cheaper? And my respect is beaten by Richards Bay. Uh, Jomo beating Baroka after Baroka beating Paris in the final. Uh, the daughter Duva, you know, beating Paris. So it's so exciting for football in the country, uh, which is only feature that you get in the EPL uh, in the UK. It's also happening in South Africa. Yeah. So we are saying all these games. What happened is because we created a content, a content that makes it attractive for the sponsors, you know, to join in that content. In fact, we created a platform 
uh, which you know is important that you know that platform becomes a go-to platform mm. because it's connecting as a crossover between you know uh, football and the greater transaction volumes in the football people of this people of this country, which is a sport where when you lose you cry. Mm. It's a sport that you don't have to spend money on their private line advertising because of this push marketing advantage it has. So mm. that's why we are striving with all the challenges we, we don't talk about to make sure that we make it easy uh, for the people, you know, to get this beautiful game they have. And that is why uh, when this thing came up, Rob, we, we, we saw it as a challenge, you know, uh, to, to erase all the games we have made. But as, again, if we don't uh, communicate these challenges to everybody, mm. Tomorrow will be blamed as being responsible, being naive, by not sharing, you know... Just, just very, very quickly, so, sorry to cut you in there, because I'm going to be blamed for cutting you off. Uh, just that yeah. on, on, on the other station, they have a machine that automatically cuts you off yeah. uh, at, uh, at the next uh, 30 seconds. So I'm going to ask you to stay on the line. I need to ask one final question of you, yes. and then I will okay. release you. Well, it's exactly 25 minutes after the hour. It is Marawa Sports Worldwide, and you're live at Metro FM. You're live as well on Radio 2000, a simulcast right across the entire country. And, of course, some of our international audiences listening to us uh, wherever they are around the world. And we're chatting to the uh, Premier Soccer League's uh, Chairman, uh, that's uh, Chairman Ivan Konza with us here, just explaining, obviously, and giving an apology uh, for not being here physically in studio. He's explained why, and if you're joining us late, uh, he will join us at an appropriate time when given the clearance by the uh, Executive and the Board of Governors of the Premier Soccer League to talk, especially around the issue of ICASA. And I suppose, and thank you again, Mr. Chair, for indulging and holding on, um, around the issue of ICASA, what's the worst-case scenario for a layman because there's a lot of things that seem to be floating around. For a normal, ordinary football lover, what is the worst-case scenario, given what we understand is the situation? The worst-case scenario, Rob, is to shut down the Prima Soccer League. Why do we do that? Because, you know, we must go and redo the cost of doing the league in a reduced version, because we weren't able to uh, afford to fly, we weren't able to pay, pay the grants, because 80% of the revenue that, is, that comes from broadcasting. So there's a lot of other competitions that we have. So now, we, these are things we have not spoken about. Uh, therefore, you cannot guarantee the grants that you give to the clubs right now. It means the grants that you give to the clubs, again, it must also influence the event sponsors, they must also, they might also pull out. Because we cannot now be able to give the product that we have promised, that we have built, to be so attractive and stable. Uh, and also the fixture that is fixed, consistent, and regular. So that those things we can't guarantee. So the compliance manual that we have developed, we won't be able to comply with the compliance, compliance manual. So we can't go to sell a diminished product to the market. So therefore it means if 80%, if not you know, 90% of the income is withdrawn, now, 80% of the clubs are not sponsored. Now, how do you justify sustaining them? With all the commitments on the contract they signed, a commitment, you know, of, you know, the, 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 the buying and selling of players, a commitment on the academy, commitment on the Tisky Challenge. Now, how do you find, and also club licensing is imposing other conditions where you need the extra money to have, you know, a certain number of personnel, you know, administration. Uh, have a certain number of, you know, 
grounds you know, for development, have a certain facilities you know, for accommodation, have a certain kind of you know, a professional level in terms of the coaching uh, qualifications we have, which goes with you know, expenses of paying for those coaches. So there's so many you know, ancillary costs that you know, we've never spoken about, then how are you going to be able to cope you know, as a club to do those things? But apart from that, you know, there are things you know, uh, that you know, uh, require you know, uh, uh, sacrifice uh, in terms of the grant rental. For instance, as we speak, Rob, before we add the game is played, as a club, you need to get 150 to 200,000 rent to comply with the, with the Sazria Act. Uh, Whereas when your game is a medium risk or high risk, even the medium risk, you've got to spend about 200000 rand to comply. But also the ground rental. If the ground rental is 250000 rand, where do you get that money? Before you start, you need 10,000 people in the stadium to be able to go in. And that is why we have kept the gate money at 40 rands so that we make sure that we ask the market to tell us what is the value of our ride. We never put a fixed price on the oil ride. We ask the market to say, how much do you think is the cost of our rights. That money we take back, and equally we share to every club. Unlike we go to Spain, where there's a difference in terms of distribution of the broadcast rights money. Germany is the same, England is the same, France is the same, Italy is the same. Only in South Africa, where we say, regardless of the stature of the club, we distribute the money equally. Now, if that is the case, now how do you justify 80% of the people who don't sponsor us to run the club? as efficient as they're supposed to be. Well, still, there's the artificial economy in the market. Well, now we've got also the influence of the uh, agents where there's a certain kind of uh, criteria they use in terms of asking for selling on fees, asking for salaries, which, again, are you going to be able to maintain without the grant? So it's a problem. So there's a lot of consequences, but also the media itself, uh, that kind of industry, has got a serious you know, impact on the employment of the industry. Uh, SAPC as a whole, the sports department needs to be dismantled because it will be overstaffed. So there's going to be mass retrenchments in the football industry, in the broadcast industry, in the stadiums, you know, and the informal sector, which depends on football matches every game. The impact on the economy in terms of the tourism we generate around football fixtures, we've got 280 events a year as football not matches events which have an impact on the economy indirectly and directly. Mm-hmm. So this is the worst-case scenario of the consequences of what we think is the advantage of the club regulation. And obviously the, the first answer you gave is, is what really shook me because you said worst-case scenario, number one, number one you said shut down the, the Premier Soccer yeah. League. And, and for me... You know, obviously for anybody that follows football, fans, football players, um, you know, administrators, they can never fathom that idea. It, it's something that is impossible. From an ICASA perspective, if I had to ask you as the chairman, what do you think ICASA are trying to, what are they trying to gain? What is it that they're trying to achieve? What is it they, they're trying to bring into society by introducing legislation of this nature. Yes, it still goes out, you know, people, public opinion, etc. But from your understanding, what do you think they're trying to achieve? Uh, Rob, I'm, I'm blank. Rob, I'm blank. 
I try to understand the Oceano 2 broadcast with the chairman of ICASA. Uh, I still trying to figure out, and I'm asking people who've got a better ear to help me to understand. And maybe if you've got that clip, you can play it on your show for people to assist me to understand. That's why at the moment I can't comment. I'm just trying to find out. That's why I'm engaging stakeholders to help me understand. Maybe I'm overreacting. I don't know. But I think I'm, re- I'm acting responsibly in what I, 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 we've done in the league. So that's why it's very important that maybe we are better educated in terms of what we think are the consequences of what has been proposed in the travel regulation. So at appropriate time, that's why I'm saying I'll be able to give more information. But that's why I'm saying at a starting point, because well, I listened to the clip of the chairman of the ICASA on uh, 702, uh, which, you know, he explained, but I can't just try to interpret it. Maybe it's important and fair to the listenership, you know, uh, to be able to hear that clip and then make their own determination. Maybe in their participation in the phone, in the air might assist you and assist some of us to understand what is the, 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 the understanding. So for now, I can't comment, Rob. Difficult for me to comment. Yeah, because it, it's always important to try and find out what the one is trying to achieve, you know. A traffic light is trying to achieve uniformity of traffic flow. If it's green, we move so that the others can get closer to work or get closer to home. If it's red, we stop, you know. So there's an understanding of what we're trying to achieve. And and, and hence, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get an understanding of what it is that they're trying to achieve from uh, ICASA, whereby it would affect the livelihood of one of these sporting codes uh, that I can imagine from days gone by has been the livelihood of people that takes them out of poverty and into something where they make a living for themselves. So in fair, Rob, because, you know, uh, it's an issue that is on the table, uh, which gives us a deep stick understanding from the perspective of the comment of the chairman of the committee who was carrying the same determination of this draft regulation. So it's fair to play that clip for the members of the public who didn't have a chance of listening. So to balance that when we, the debate unfolds, we've made our comment on the press conference. So that part of it is also very important because it's not as a member of the board uh, of ICASA, is a chairman who was carrying the same session that came up with the draft regulation. So it's only fair. It's supposed to make a determination that what is it that they are achieving in terms of his interpretation for now. So that I must not try and interpret which uh, might put me into problems to say uh, I've overreacted. Because also in that clip, he's saying that, you know, he doesn't understand the rent of yeah. the PSL. So it's always fair that that clip is played for your listeners. Do you, do you perhaps remember which show on 702 did the It's a Kuala show. Okay. From today. From today. No, not today. Immediately, I think yesterday. Yesterday. I think it's yesterday, yes. Okay. No, we'll, we'll track it down because I think it is important. And, uh, yes, very important. Though. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we live in a society where as long as you credit the source, uh, we, we're not afraid to say, uh, you know, it was on 702. You know, we've, we've brought people in from Power FM even to come and uh, talk about issues on this show. So, uh, you know, we, we don't live in dark ages where we, we try and control uh, an area. So that is not even an issue. But thank you for allowing but, 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 us but, but, to but, but, dip, but, but, but dip into that. It's a, it's a credible source. You know, it's a credible yes. source. It's not, you know, second guessing. It's only even 
whatever criteria is there of your station, but it's a credible source that we have for now. No, 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 it, 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 it will go on there. Yes. Make, yes. make no bones about that, Mr. Chairman. That clip, when we find it, and trust me, our Scorpions are already uh, digging yes. in. They'll find it. We'll play it. I think it's yes. only important. If not, I'll phone Mr. Kuala directly himself. Yes. He'll produce it himself from his own Scorpions. I, I just think it is important that we, we, we do lay it forward. I, I know you've got to go, um, but I, I want to thank you ever so much. And, and do let us know when you are available and we'll let the public know. And it's an important conversation and one that we'll, we'll be ready for. And I'm sure you'll equally be ready. Once more, I want to say to your studio producers, everybody in the studio and listeners that are really apologize. Metro and Radio 2000 across the country uh, and beyond the borders that I, I would have loved to participate in this discussion, which I think is a responsibility to inform the people in terms of where we stand and why we take the decision. So it's appropriate that I'll come back and give them the information because this is their sport. They have got to give the information from our point of view of the PSN. All right, nice one. I can confirm. We've got, that, we've got that clip, Mr. Chair. Thank you. And as thank soon you. as we're able to bring it to a certain level, we'll, we'll play it for the listeners. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Highly appreciate it, Bob. Thank you. All right, Chairman Ivan Koza there joining us on the line. Uh, we had put it out there. We had advertised it that he'll be with us in studio. And they had the Board of Governors meeting today. Um, I had then a, a lengthy conversation with him. Uh, where he explained himself and said, you know, listen for X and Y reasons, I can't come through. And uh, said, well, fine. And he was willing to come through and explain himself why he can't. But we still have a lot more on the show. But feel free on the WhatsApp voice notes to give your impressions of all of this. 0605842250. But most importantly, very, very sad news coming through from the Kaiser Chiefs camp. I can only imagine... What is going through the Mewiwa family right now? What is going through Wiseman's mind and head right now? When you know at the age of 19, hey, you've been at Kaiser Chiefs since you were at 14? It's four years plus some change. And you are, <laughs> you retire from football. They're not saying it's a lengthy layoff for a year. No. You're forced to quit that that you were destined to be as an athlete. It can no longer happen. And that's the prognosis. That is what he's been told needs to happen. Can you imagine? Unbelievable. And we've got to sympathize with the club, with the family, with the player, most importantly. And wish them well. We'll find out from Kaiser Chiefs what support mechanisms and systems are they going to be putting into place. So don't go anywhere. We'll have that conversation. How are you? Thank you for bringing in the chairman. This is Tom Nyati from Edinburgh. Who is this Ikasa? What does this Ikasa thing mean? Where were they all along? Why do they want to destroy our beautiful game? They must go to cricket there, not to come to our soccer. No, 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 no. It's a non-starter, that one. We would rather go and pay their offices there. Okay, okay. Yo, you can have strong feelings, but burning offices. No, let's not do that, guys. Let's, let's find solutions in this country where we keep the matches for prize. And, you know, wonderful things like that. But not, not for carrying messages. No, 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 no. I understand your feelings about Ikasa. 
But I don't think destroying buildings, infrastructure, all of those things take us anywhere. In fact, they take us way back. Let's not. I think intellectually and otherwise, we've got the capabilities to fight each and every battle that we are faced with in this country.